Now, the better part of 20 years ago, my mom and dad took my brother and I on a vacation touring around our family's ancestral home, Scotland. As we took that time doing a driving loop of the country, we got to go and visit some of the current and former castles of Clan Campbell. And along those ways, we saw a number of the large forts that now had been reduced to massive piles of rubble, but there were others that were particularly impressive, like Castle Inverary, that were maintained, kept up as places of residence and museums where guests could come and visit and learn more about the history of the clan. So in one of those castles, my dad went into a room only to turn around and be surprised by a wall-size artwork that depicted a literal Campbell family tree. He could see the trunk, the branches, leaves, all that out there in all of its full glory. All going back to a common point of origin. Now while we don't have anything anywhere near as impressive at our house, my mom after the trip started a genealogical project going and getting all that information on our branch of the family so that we could have a better understanding of where we came from. And I found that as some of those ancestry websites advertise, knowing where you come from does give you a better sense of your identity. Now in these closing months of the calendar year, families tend to get together more often. They tend to share these big holidays or the school vacations that come up and have those opportunities to gather. Some of our households look ahead to that time of family togetherness with joy, knowing that you're going to be able to share beloved traditions, maybe even some particular favorite foods as you come together. You're going to be able to catch up with people that you haven't seen for a long time. But even within those households, though, there's a strong possibility that some people are looking ahead to this time of forced proximity with family members with something a little bit less than joy. It can be a time of maybe even dread because families are made up of people and people don't always get along. People sometimes might disagree in their political or religious views. Sometimes people even make politics their religion. People might hold on to grudges for years over some either real or perceived slight or offense. People might feel like they have nothing in common with their closest family members. Maybe they even carry shame over their family's past. So what does your family tree look like? From your perspective, does it seem something like a, a mighty evergreen stretching tall and proud into the sky? Or is it more like that sad little sapling in the Charlie Brown Christmas special when they first find it at the tree farm? Maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's something less, a twig, if that, leaving you feeling disconnected from family, uncertain of your place in the world. Are you looking forward to time spent together with family members? Are you dreading it as a burden to bear? Is something chopping at your family tree these days? 
What's looking to cut you off, to separate you from the people who should be loving you, who should be closest to you, caring for you, and vice versa? Because whatever it is, it's the effect of sin, the brokenness and imperfection inside us and at work in the world around us. So as we continue our focus on family life here at St. John's through this season of Advent, we will now hear what God has to say about our family trees, about your family tree. So as we are entering into these closing weeks of the calendar year, there's something new happening. They contain the beginning of a new year in our life together as the church, the season of Advent. Now, if you were here at St. John's last weekend, you heard that Advent is a time of preparation. We are getting ready for Christmas. And the sights and sounds of that season have already arrived in the shopping malls and supermarkets around us, to be sure. But Advent isn't merely a lead-up to celebrating Jesus' birth. It's something more. It's not just about getting together with family. It's not just about exchanging gifts. Because Advent is a season of looking ahead to the return of our Savior for his coming back into the world among us and for remembering what it means to be a part of his family tree. God gave the prophet Isaiah a message that called the people of his day to be looking ahead. Because at the time, things weren't looking too good for their near-term future. Foreign powers surrounded them and oppressed them. Their leaders were turning to other nations for hope, for confidence, and various alliances. But all their planning and effort would fail. The kingdom that was once ruled by King David would be given over into the hands of the enemies of God's people. But God wouldn't forget his people. Because while he would use the acts of foreign nations to cut down, to fell the faithless trees of Israel and Judah, God gave his promise that he would then cut down those foreign nations. The forest of arrogant human evil that those nations represented would be laid low, so low that they would never grow back again. But the family tree of God's people it would rise into the sky. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his root shall bear fruit. Here in Isaiah chapter 11, we heard God's promise, the promise that his people could have hope. They could look ahead with confidence because God would bring new growth from the stump that had been cut down. But have you ever wondered, though, why it is the stump of Jesse and not the stump of David. Because David was the first king, the great king who led Israel to prominence among the nations. He was the one through whom God had promised the Messiah, the deliverer who would come and bring all people to himself. Jesse, David's father, is a far less impressive part of the family tree. By comparison, he was just a peasant in that little town of Bethlehem. That's the point, though, because God would work again through a peasant in that little town of Bethlehem to make a royal house. The Messiah would rise up from the stump of Jesse to establish a family tree for all people, 
And his name is Jesus. Because Jesus is the fulfillment of God's promise to overcome the brokenness and imperfection of our world that our sin has caused. Each of our family trees is diseased. And when it comes down to it, there is nothing that you or I might do that is going to be able to change that. In fact, we've each contributed to, we've encouraged the disease of sin in all those ways that we have fallen short of the mark of God's perfection. So God should just chop the tree down, throw it into the fire. But he doesn't. Instead, he takes us. He lovingly takes you and connects you to the tree from that shoot that rose up from Jesse's stump. He grafts you into Jesus. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. Jesus, the shoot, was the one who would live that life fully accountable, God, beyond our brokenness and imperfection and our ability to accomplish. Because that's why Jesus could take all of that brokenness, all of that imperfection onto himself and overcome it on the cross. He took it all into death, all that disease, so that you and I could live. Jesus could do all of this because he's not just the shoot of the stump of Jesse. He's also his root. He is the source of that family tree. The word who made everything became flesh. He was born of a peasant in that little town of Bethlehem. For Jesse, for you, for me, for the world. He is the one source of our family tree, the tree into which God would graft all people. Because through Jesus, you are rooted into God's grace. You are connected with God's love and his forgiveness. As John the Baptist said, as he was speaking to those Sadducees and Pharisees who had gathered around to see his baptism, God could make children of Abraham out of the stones of the ground. So how much more so is God able to make people, regardless of their ancestry, new members of this family tree in Christ? Rooted in God's grace as branches of Christ, you now stretch out, bearing his gifts for all the world. Because God would make them, your family, your friends, your neighbors, he would make them branches of the family tree that we have in Christ. So as you're looking ahead to this time of Advent, this season at the closing of the church year and the time that you will be spending with friends and family, think about your family tree. Think about your source and your root. Because that's what gives you your identity. You are a part of the church. You are a part of the body of Christ. Advent is a time to remember Jesus coming into the world because he is the source of our tree. To reinforce a point that Pastor Meehan made last weekend, you can better know who you are by recalling whose you are. 
You are Christ's. Grafted into Jesus as a part of that family tree, you can look ahead in confidence. You can look ahead in hope. Because Jesus is coming. And he has come. And he will come again. For you. For me. For the world. Jesus is our hope for family life. Amen.